How are you doing? Fine, thank you. Um, Hello, listeners. Does it it sound different to you? It should. Because Um, (laughs) we suck. Oh my! No, we don't. No, it should sound different to you because we bought Jackie a podcast machine, so she now has technology that she is speaking into. Please illustrate your speaking, and we are um, looking at each other on FaceTime, which is funny. And, um, and recording like two separate tracks that should now not have any kind of bullshit on them. Yeah, so we should, essentially, the plan is she's gonna match them together and yeah. then it won't be a shitty sound. Exactly. So it'll if just it's be still shitty. Too fucking bad. Yeah, that's, I'm yeah. done. I will then, retire. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be sad if you retire, but you'll have to just send me the machine back then. Because I could probably still send it back on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> um, how how's your week been, or your two weeks been, or since we last recorded with Black Velvet? Um, it's been pretty boring. I have a pretty boring yeah. life now, which is amazing because it used to be very uh-huh. dramatic. So boring is very nice for me. Yeah. Um, I don't think that any. Oh, I I'm going to Morocco in London. <laughs> I booked uh the flight yesterday. Oh my G god! And, uh-huh. and baby Jasmine, so oh. we should be doing that um, in November. So if y'all want to stick around till November, if this is still going on, I could tell you about my Moroccan slash Lundian adventures. Lundian, Londonian. How long are you going to be in London for? Only two days. Okay, you know that there is so much that you need to buy for me when you're there. Uh, I mean, I didn't know, but I guess you can send me a list. And yes, and well, you need to relax because I'm only taking one luggage and your girl likes to pack. Okay. No, so. I understand. You're going to be able to buy it all in the airport and have it in a little bag that you can just shove into your carry-on. Oh, it's airport shit? Okay. I just want candy. That's fine. Oh, okay. I just That's want fine. fucking British candy and things okay. that are British. Like, you can save me gum wrappers and I'll be like, yes. Well, that's weird, and I can totally do that. So, okay, consider it. Maybe done. you, maybe you buy me a pen in the airport. You know, like just a pen. I know how you like yeah. pens. Yeah, it doesn't hey, even. Hey, listeners, have to... if you want to ever give anything to JSR, she really pen. enjoys pens. I love pens. I I love them. That's I fucking them weird. Very much. You can you just know... send me money. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoy that. <laughs> You're like a quinceanera when they have the money dance. Yeah, they have that at everything, like weddings too, bitch. Don't you don't just get that oh. shit when you're fifteen. You get okay, that your whatever. whole life when you do things like marry someone and be fifteen. Well, when when you have a bat mitzvah, sometimes you get a pen, but maybe only one. Whereas I would have a pen dance, and then you could throw pens at me the whole time. That would be amazing. Although I would love you could it. probably just settle for like sticking them on your dress. Do you wear a dress? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course you wear. Okay, well, okay. I mean, if you want to, you wear a dress. Would you, you wear, wear whatever you want? Oh, interesting. Yeah. I never I wore had a dress one of those. Was, you didn't even have a quince? No, I didn't want one. No. I said, save that money and buy me a car. Oh, nice. Nice, nice, nice. That's yeah, good because see? it seems like a very big deal. Uh, it is, but I've always been somewhat of a tomboy, so... Yeah. I didn't really care for that shit, and I didn't want to do all the practicing and have to pick people. And it's just too mm-hmm. much for me. I was not about that life. I was about like, hey, buy me a car when I'm 16. Right. Did you go to a bunch of them? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I, I, what is it like as a guest? Like, is it just like you just go to a party, or is it shit you have to do as a guest at one? Um, me personally, I didn't have to do anything. But some okay. they have like padrinos of stuff. Uh-huh. Which means that you're like designated so, to do something for the party or whatever, but that's like for like older people, not like just right. But that's like that's usually for, like, that you're like the, the aunts and shit like that. You're like the godfather of the appetizers or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, shit like that. Yeah. But no, I never, I never okay. wanted to take any of the responsibility of anything, and I told people, don't pick me for shit because mm-hmm. I don't want to do shit. I just want to go there and I want to eat and I want to enjoy my life. Okay, now, aside from officiating a wedding, have you ever been part of a wedding party? No. I was going to be in uh-huh. Rojitas' party. Yeah. You know that, but me and her hubby now right. were not in cahoots. Right, right, right. So then I, then so I was... None of that. None of that. Hmm. But hmm. no, I've never been like a, a maid that's mm-hmm. honorable. <laughs> and <laughs> I've never just been like... A random bitch that's just in that line. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. None of that. Me neither, and I am now too old for it. I'm sure that like I don't think that there's an age requirement, bitch. Don't do that I'm to yourself. Don't sure just say that... like your life isn't done because you're fifty. It's I didn't fine. say that it was done, but I think you can't be a bridesmaid when you're like not, you know, when you're. Do you know what I mean? Like no, I don't fucking somebody, know what you mean. If somebody liked me enough to have me be their like maid of honor, I could be the matron of honor because I'm already married. But I don't think you get to be a bridesmaid. Do you know what I Why mean? Why not? I get to be a bride's matron. I don't know because I Listen, don't know. Hmm. I don't care about getting married really. Uh-huh. Like yeah, l- like high key, I don't care. Like low key, it would kind of be fun maybe to throw right? like a theme thing. Mm-hmm, but like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like to plan for parties i like to plan for like traveling right like right things where i don't have to host i don't want to be right. a host right I don't right, right do that shit i want to plan for like people that is not me yeah 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 no i understand so i understand I, like that whole thing i told brandon if he ever wanted to put a ring on it that the only thing that i really require um is uh mariachi yeah 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 and a, and a taquero because nice. that's easy. I don't have to plan for food. I just pay the no, money no. to make the tacos and shit. And then I have my right. mariachis playing. And I will sing with them because let me tell you, you boy, your girl does not have a voice of an angel. <laughs> or of anything angelic. Uh-huh. Right. I have a passion as a, as a strong Mexican woman. And I need to <laughs> exude my pain <laughs> sure, through my voice. Sure. Yeah. The only person who's ever been down to sing with me with the mariachi is my grandma. And oh, I miss nice. my grandma a lot. She's not Aww. dead. She's just in Mexico. That <laughs> <laughs> was all so sad. I'm like, oh, I'm so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, don't. It doesn't have to go there because she's yeah. fine. But yeah, I, I guess down. I... 
That's good. Well, she'll come to your wedding if you have one. Um, I don't know. No, she can't. She's no? too old now to travel. She used to travel here every year and stay here uh-huh. for a couple few months. But uh-huh. now she's too old and she's, I don't know if she has like dementia or Alzheimer's now. Like she forgets oh. things and she says the same stories again and again. And like she forgets people and things so like, it's like that. So it's like this podcast. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has okay. what this podcast has, which is a... Uh, <laughs> Uh, and I don't think that that would be, you know, I don't think yeah. that she'd want to travel from Mexico here to okay. be confused and shit like that. Oh, you know? poor thing. Okay. I know. All right, then. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't necessarily, well, like, I don't think that I would ever have, like, a party at my house. Do you know what I mean? Because that's too much stress. And, um, and you know, I ended up not having, like, a real wedding. So that wasn't a lot of planning I guess the last big planning shit I did was my bat mitzvah and that was pretty much a disaster so I don't think that I would would do it again I'm actually very glad that Esme decided to not do it because it would have been a whole fucking disaster so for me who's ignorant what does a bar uh-huh. mitzvah mm-hmm. consist of how old are okay. you are there so age requirements for that well uh, the the lowest is 13 you do it when you're 13 that's when you become like a part of the congregation, right, of like your Jewish community. So um, usually that's at 13 and that's when you can like, you, you read um, or you read a part of the, the Torah, which is La Biblia, right, the Old Testament. You read a part of that. You, there's some other shit you do. Um, you have like padrinos come up and do, um, they, they do like some prayers too, depending on what kind of Jew you are, that can be more complicated or less complicated. Um, and then you have a party and you get a lot of money. Ooh. And I like basically, the money part. yeah. But basically, like in my experience, being a, a child in Los Angeles, um, is that pretty much the bar mitzvah is like a parents show off party. And, uh, and therefore, mine was shitty and I hated it. Why? If it was like probably extravagant? No. Well, because, okay, so, you know, we weren't as, as listeners, you know, like we were fake rich or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Oh, that's right. This is, this is the time when, you know, my dad was my mom and working for his brother and all the money was already spent. So, unfortunately, right, 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 right. So, um, I had 50 people at my bat mitzvah and 40 of them were my parents' friends, and then 10 of them were my friends. So right away, you can tell that that ratio is shitty from the child's perspective. Well, Do you let know me what I mean? tell you. Yeah. Being 13 years old and having 10 friends is a lot of fucking friends. Because I oh my God. I have that many now. No, okay. I did, it's not like I had 10 friends. I had, I had um, my best friend who had a sister, so that's already two. Okay. <laughs> then I had... Um, like, do I count my cousins? I had two cousins who were young people, so that's four. And then I had maybe like a couple of other girls and some, and like a couple guys, and literally 10 young people were at my bat mitzvah. That's interesting. Yeah, I one of them's in the Foo had... Fighters now, so that's, that's a plus. I have that going for me. One of the Foo Fighters went to your bar mitzvah? Yes. That's pretty so wild. That's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I never hey, had Rami, anybody. I famous. know that you're not listening to this, so whatever. I I once played. Um, so I was in Vegas, uh-huh. and there was. I like to play um, roulette. 
right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for whatever reason, the guys from Pantera were at this table. Oh, nice. They were playing roulette. Uh-huh. And I saw them, and I was like, oh, shit. It's the guys from Pantera. Pantera. Playing roulette, uh-huh. right? And I was like, I don't want to be that bitch who's like, oh, my God. Hi. Because I'm not that bitch. I, I usually, like, will recognize people. I'm like, oh, cool. And then, like, yeah, continue yeah, yeah. with my life. I'm not, I'm not right. like groupie status where i need to take pictures and make a scene and all that right but right. i was like whenever in my life am i gonna do anything as cool as play fucking roulette, roulette. with the members of pantera, pantera. Right? yeah yeah yeah. so i um i was with uh, my friend at the time a homie mm-hmm. um and he did not want to go sit at the table and i was like fuck it i'm gonna go do it so sure, i got sure, up sure. and they had like chips stacked to the fucking ceiling you know and i came in with the- like yeah, because they're fucking <laughs> the guys from Pantera. And I came yeah, yeah. in with, like, three chips, you know? Uh-huh. And I put my money down. They, like, looked at me, and I put my money down. And and then, um, so I, like, lost my money immediately, you know? Like, uh-huh, uh-huh. It was, I played, like, maybe, I don't, I think it was maybe one game. Okay. And then that was it. And then, um... Yeah, and then I, I got up, and I was like, uh, you guys are cool. Like, I know who you guys are. <laughs> thank, you, thank you for making my life. Goodbye. Right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they were yeah. like, you're welcome. Yeah. Get out of here, kid. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you don't have any money. Get out of here. They didn't say that, but in my mind, that's what I thought. Yeah. Right, but right, they right, were right. actually really nice, and they're like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I hope you have, like, a good rest of your time here in Vegas, and blah, blah, blah. Oh, was, like, nice. Cool. And then, um... Who is it? The guy with the cowboy hat all the time? I think he's Vinny. Is that who it is? Y'all can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but he he came and he gave me a hug and it was. It was oh, nice. nice. So I, played, I played roulette with roulette the, with Pantera. With Pantera, with the remaining, the remaining of Pantera right. at the time. Okay, um, well that is the title of this podcast: is Roulette with Pantera. That's, that's pretty this cool. episode's title. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, roulette with the cowboys from hell. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Um, so what were you doing in Vegas that you were, why were you there? Um, so I've been to Vegas, like, I think like three or four times in my life. The last mm-hmm. time was, as we discussed in the last episode, when I went for the bachelorette party and then it was right. really wild. And then that was the last time. Cause I was like, how the fuck am I supposed to top that? Really? Right, right, like right, what right. else? Where do I go from here? So, <laughs> Um, that was the last time, but before that, this particular time, I was, it's kind of a <laughs> fucked up story. I was with um, a boy who mm-hmm. I liked, but as a matter of fact, I loved this boy. He was the only other boy okay. that I loved besides my ex during okay. this time. I've loved three right, right, boys right. in my life. My ex, this fellow, and then obviously my, my Brandon. Brandon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But this guy had always tried really, really hard to be with me. Like, he even made mm-hmm. me a cake one day, and it said, like, will you be my girl on it and everything like that. And I was like, uh, no, I'm sorry. Because oh. the thing was, okay, so the thing was, I was not over my ex. And I okay. knew that I was not going to get involved with anybody else right. on a level of, like, I'm your girlfriend, you're my boyfriend. 
type of you know because i didn't want to cheat on him and i don't right. think that i could have resisted like not going back to my ex because that's what i did and he already know from the get when he tried to pursue me i was uh-huh. like you do not want to get i had like a little spiel for the boy like you do not want to get involved with me i will make you cry i will break your heart i will ruin your life like i would tell them these things right, 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 you know? right. and they would be like no it's fine like it'll be different i'm like hmm, okay okay i told you but <laughs> This was a little bit of a different situation because I actually did um, develop feelings for him and I did love him, but mm-hmm. it was never a thing to where I could commit to him on the level that he wanted, which was an actual relationship because I was not over my ex. Mm-hmm. And I knew that as long as I was not over him, I wasn't going to be able to give him what he wanted. Right. So it was like a whole fucking thing. I see. I lived a double life for like two years and it was exhausting and I don't know how the fuck I did it. But I was also young. Like, I would be with him when mm-hmm. I was mad with my ex. Right, right. And when we weren't talking, I'd go hang out with him. Mm-hmm. And then when me and my ex were good, then I would just, like, bounce out. And, like, just, you know, it was a whole thing. And it was fucking shitty. And I feel shitty for doing it. But, you know, when you were young, I think I was, like, 21 sure. or 22. And I was trying to figure shit out. And mm-hmm. I had told him already what the deal was. So it wasn't like I was being super sneaky, but I was being sneaky. You know what I'm saying? Well, you were kind of being sneaky towards your ex. Sort of. Yeah, sort of. But then of. again, he's bringing bitches home. In, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. doing all, all, the, all the most. So mm-hmm. it was, you know, like I said, it was a very horrible relationship. And unfortunately, this young man got caught up in the middle of it. Um, and then actually when we came back from that trip from Vegas, like, uh-huh. um, he took me because, I don't know, I think I was sad over my ex or something, and he had been planning to go, and then last minute, like, I joined his trip, and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, and, like, I was, like, just sad the whole fucking time, and, sh- you know, oh, Except for the Bantera time. Exactly, and that was pretty <laughs> cool, but, like, I didn't even want to be intimate with him or anything like that, because I was just, my head wasn't there. Right. And he came back, and then he, like, broke up with me, quote-unquote. Uh-huh. I know we weren't together, but, like, right. you know, we were in in a sense um and he said you know what like i can't be your friend anymore like i don't want to talk to you or see you anymore like this is too hard for me and like it was like a whole thing yeah and then i think at that point i don't know if i was being no i think i've always been yeah i think i've always been really good to where when that's usually how it goes like these guys try to get involved with me and then they realize that I'm never going to give them what they want, even though they've probably already like really deeply invested in me because I don't know if you right. know, me, but I'm amazing and they fall of course, of pretty, course, pretty quickly and hard for, for your girl. Yeah. 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 Which is my gift and my curse. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so um, they usually just cut me off. They're like, yeah, you know what? I can't do this with you. Like done, disappear, done, disappear. Right. Yeah. So I'm usually like a gentleman about it and I'll, you know, take a bow and, right roll out so yeah at that point then i think it was since then that i haven't really been on like talking terms friendship with him and i miss him a lot i do yeah he was one of my very good good friends that he was there for me a lot when my ex was not which was because he was never fucking which was often like let me tell you a fucking story yes please i was gonna go have dinner with my ex just like a regular ass fucking dinner it wasn't nothing Mm -hmm. special it wasn't like for any sort of occasion okay i'm driving there and i get a phone call that my little brother's in the hospital right Uh, okay 
And then I'm like, what the fuck? Well, I have to go to the hospital, right? Sure. And then so I call my ex and I'm like, hey, like, I don't think that I could do dinner because my little brother's in the hospital. I, sh- I need to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, if he's at the hospital, doesn't that mean that he's like, OK, now? And I'm like, I don't <gasps> know. Like, yeah. Like, I was like, I need to go see. He's my little brother, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't know how to get there at that time. Um, you know, I couldn't go on, you know, the interweb and look up um, MapQuest, you know, because right, 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 right. we didn't have, like, the smartphones and none of that back, back in yeah, the yeah, day. Yeah. Or at least I didn't have one or whatever the occasion was. Right. So he was, like, pissed that I wasn't going to go to dinner then I was going to go to the hospital. And he didn't want to take me to the hospital either. What a... F- fucking asshole i'm sorry oh, this is just tip of the a- the iceberg type oh shit. my god so we so i was like what the fuck so then i called this boy up and i was like hey do you know how to get to this hospital i need to get there and he said yeah just come over and we'll go so uh-huh. we went there um and they didn't know at the time what was going on with my brother because my cousin had found him in his room like fucking disoriented and out of it so they thought that he was like on some sort of drugs or something drugs right right, right. yeah Turns out, um, which he, which is now a diagnosis, he's epileptic. So he had had a seizure oh. for the first time. So he was recovering okay. from that seizure. So he was kind of out of it. And, so he was all um, post-ictal. Exactly. And yeah. that was, uh, for as far as we know, the first time that he had ever had a seizure. And he was, you know, like 17 or 16 at the time. So it was pretty later huh. on in life. Yeah. Know? So, um we didn't know whatever he stayed with me in the hospital till like i think it was like four in the morning or something and then they discharged him and uh-huh. we all went and it was like me and my family are pretty close when it comes to right. things like that like um when my cousin got shot which is like you know a couple blocks down sure, sure, sure. um i've always lived on on mclaughlin on makla and uh they were just chilling at the park my brothers and my cousin and then there was a drive-by and they got shot at and Yikes. um luckily my brothers didn't get hit but my cousin did they shot him like in the leg Owies. and yeah so and then you know i would go to the hospital and visit him every day and bring him his like gummy bear jamba juice that he liked and right like, we're pretty close in that sense so see that's how my, my family is too is like if somebody's in the hospital everybody goes to the hospital you hang out in the hospital you eat snacks at the hospital and you wait yeah. and you support each other I don't know who the fuck these other people are that I know in my life who like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to go visit. What the fuck is wrong with you? That's all I have yeah, to say. No. Listener, yeah. if you're not, a, I go to the hospital when somebody's in the hospital, then please keep listening to the podcast, but I'll never <laughs> tell you if I'm in the hospital. <laughs> uh, so my, there was like, I don't know, like five of my cousins there, my brother, this gentleman who had gone with me. Uh-huh. And yeah. we all went to um, Denny's afterwards because we were all tired. Right. We were all hungry. And Absolutely. so my little brother was discharged and we all went there. Mm-hmm. And we were all um, in one of those big ass booths and we were just chopping it up and laughing, blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden, my little brother starts like kind of this twitch to the right. He kind <gasps> of started looking like this, right? And yeah, yeah. We were like, yeah, what yeah. the fuck? And he started saying like, stop shaking the table, right? He starts saying, oh stop my shaking God. the table. And then he, he kept twitching and saying, stop shaking the table. And we're like, Nene, that's not funny. Like, stop doing that shit, you know? And then all right, of a right, sudden, right, right. full-blown fucking seizure. Like, that was one oh of the scariest God. moments of my life. Because I had never experienced you... that in my right. life. And to see right. it from my little brother, 
oh my was God. traumatizing as fuck. So like they put him down on the floor. Uh-huh. And the and, and mind you, this is uh Denny's on the east side, so it's ghetto as fuck. Everybody's right, like, right, right. whoa, what the fuck? But this is like before the time of like get your phone out and record all this shit, you know. Right, 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 right. But um, so he starts like having a full blown like foaming at the mouth, shaking on the oh floor. My and my other brother, who was also um younger than me, but older than the smallest one who has seizures. Uh-huh. He like drops to his knees and he's like, Nana, just breathe, just breathe, like screaming, like trying yeah, to yeah, like, yeah. do something, but he don't know what to do, you know, because right, he's right, like right, a, right. a year older than him and he's mm-hmm. not, you know, we don't know what to do with seizure patients. This is the first right. time we've ever had to deal with this. So then um, I just grab onto this guy and I just start crying, you know, like into his his chest because I'm like scared. I don't know what to do. Right. My little right, brother right. is like seizing. Seeing, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they call, of course, the ambulance and they take him away again. And that was a whole thing. But that was just like one of the times when my ex was did not come through for me. And this gentleman did. So I have like, uh, yeah, things like that. And like I said, I do. I do miss his friendship and stuff. And I see him occasionally uh-huh. because he's um, a friend of my brother's. They hang out quite often. OK, so. Sometimes uh-huh. he'll be at, like, my mom's house and stuff like that, like, gatherings, whatever. When my family gets together, he'll sometimes uh-huh. show up, whatever. And we're super cordial. And, like, I always go up to him and I give him a hug. And I'm like, hey, blah, blah, blah. And it's not, like, anything. But, like, I'm always, like, you know, reaching, like, oh, I miss oh. your friendship. I miss your Aww. friendship. But, yeah, he was he was a big loss to my life because of my sure. fucking unlovableness no but, uh, stop it yeah anyways i don't know yeah. why i was talking about that you were talking about that because we were talking you were talking about pantera and las vegas oh yeah that's so that's why and i we were went talking to about vegas pantera right right right, yeah. right 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 so that's um, why i was there and that's why that whole thing happened i fucking hate vegas i just it's unpopular opinion i just think it's a pain in the ass like every time I go there, I'm like, this is not as exciting as I want it to be. This is not as fun as I want it to be. I am tired and I'm going to go take a nap. That's me I Vegas. don't not like Vegas only because mm-hmm. there's cool shows. There's like sure. Cirque du Soleil stuff. And yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. you know, your girl's a foodie and there's right, right, good right. food there that you can go and explore. I also saw, shot a saw machine gun, which is illegal apparently. Like you can't do that. Like civilians can't do that shit. It's like okay. restricted army shit. But for whatever reason, they had it there in Vegas. Okay. So I, I shot a machine gun and that was really fucking cool. I have a picture of it. It's huge machine gun. Maybe we'll post it on the IG. So that was a cool thing that I did in Vegas. That's um, terrifying. And okay, listener, if we post this, I am not condoning the use of firearms because I'm against it. But that's okay, Jackie. I'm glad that you shot a gun. <laughs> I'm, not I'm saying, the fucking bitch, worst. I didn't go out and shoot fucking civilians at Vegas. No, I strip. No, but I I am so anti-gun. Okay, like I'm like a gold star lesbian of guns. I have never <laughs> touched a gun. I have never even Ever? put my hand on a firearm. No, because I'm terrified. I remember the first time that I touched again because I was little, and it was like one of those like commercials for like lock your gun up away because right. the kid can find it and shoot itself in the fucking head. It was legitimately yeah, yeah, yeah. one of those because my cousin's oh my God. like, oh, 
you want to see something cool? And I said, mm. yeah. And then we go and we open this drawer and there's like a fucking gun and we're just kind of looking at it and messing oh with it. Oh my God. Like, you yeah. could have shot yourself in the face. I mean, I don't know if it was loaded or whatever, but Ugh. I remember I remember specifically that moment in my life. And I had oh my to God. be less than a teen, I feel. See, that's prime age for, for you to accidentally kill somebody. Or yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Um, that whole thing happened mm -mm. no my grandfather uh had a gun because he was paranoid and he carried all his money in a shoe you know and when <laughs> he went to the old folks home um my dad like had to take the gun out of the house right uh, because he didn't want his mother to have access to it which makes sense because grandma was getting senile so he brought the gun home and my mother screamed and I started crying and he had to take it away because we were like, we can't have a gun in the house because because I don't know. That's one of our things. I mean, I don't so. have a gun in the house and I don't think that I need a gun in my. Well, I mean, my neighborhood is pretty sketchy. Yeah, but I personally don't want one in the house no. or around me. That it's scary. I like I you know, my I've had a yeah, gun yeah. pointed at my fucking head. Exactly. So so. It's yeah. a scary feeling. It's a scary feeling. It's a scary feeling. And I just feel like, you know, I mean, I understand that people want to have them and whatever. But like there's there's some people at work who, who there's a lot of people. Well, I work in Nebraska, so there's all kinds of people with all kinds of guns. And I'm just like, I am just storing that information that you have a gun or that you like guns in a part of my brain that I'm not going to access because... I would otherwise be freaked out by you, but you're actually a really great person, so never mind. But hmm. do you know what I mean? Like, the non-Nebraska me is like, oh my God, they own a gun. <laughs> do, um, you, do, you, oh, do you think you could ever shoot somebody? Only if it was like a Nazi. Okay, what about like situational? Like, somebody has Esme, like at knife you know, there's a knife to her throat and you got to shoot him in the head in order for her to live. Would you oh, shoot fuck that yeah. motherfucker yeah, in the head? Of course okay, I would. Good. Absolutely. Okay, okay. But, um, but you know, that would have to be some sort of like situation where the gun was on the ground and I wrestled it from somebody and I did that. Absolutely. I would, but, okay, I, but yeah, but I'm I feel not gonna... like I would too. Like in yeah. certain situations, I would have to shoot a motherfucker, but as a general, absolutely. I don't, I don't want to shoot anybody. I don't want to yeah. have that on my hands. I don't no, want to have blood uh -huh. on my hands. Please. No. No, thank you. Um, yeah. I've only killed yeah. people um, emotionally, not sure. physically. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I think I, I kill my, my, I kill Esme every day emotionally because she's like, oh my God, you're killing me. But I'm not really. <laughs> it's just that she's 13. As I live so. and breathe, you have killed me. <laughs> you have killed me. I am killed by you. Uh, the weather so, in Nebraska. Oh, go on. We're not about to talk about the weather, bitch. Come on. We got more I want to talk about that. the fucking crazy ass weather in this state that I just want to mention, and I'm going to post this on the Instagram, is earlier today we were outside doing fireworks or sparklers or whatever, like not the, you know, just like your, your low key 4th of July, you know, yeah, yeah. For, the, for the big thing. Cause Anthony went out and bought legit $500 worth of fireworks or some shit that they're gonna because that's what you do here um and like the sun is shining to the left of me but to the right of me there's a fucking thunderstorm 
and I took like a 360 like video of it and I'll post it because it's Oh, crazy. that sounds cool. Yeah. So there, that was talk about the weather. Okay, I'm done. Okay, well, that's pretty cool weather oh, yeah, story yeah, yeah. then. Yeah. I would have liked to enjoy that. Um, it's amazing. When I was talking about my, in the prior episode with Miss Black Velvet, shout out to uh-huh. her if she's listening, I, we're talking about turn ons and things like that. And I, like, yeah. my number one thing uh-huh. that I'm like, I need to have, uh-huh. or I can't fuck with you, I didn't even uh-huh. mention, which yeah. was facial hair. Oh, you have to have it? I it my man needs to have facial hair or I will not fuck with you. Unless you are like Leo Leonardo DiCaprio like Leo status. That's what I call him. That's okay, my uh-huh. nickname for him. He knows okay. that. He likes oh, it. It's likes cute. It. Okay. Uh-huh. Um unless you could be like that fine where you're just, where like I'm like I don't give a fuck what you do. Okay. You okay. are set. Uh-huh. Then no, facial hair is a must requirement for me interesting in so, the department i want to feel like i'm like i need when i'm making out with you to feel that that fucking stabbing of hair into my face the hair on your face <laughs> interesting yeah. um so leonardo dicaprio in like the revenant is like hello oh yeah because he's all covered oh yeah 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 huh he's a man's man there i think that's what i like in my mind i want uh-huh. like a man's man you want a but man. i don't need it to be like all the way down to like lumberjack like beard okay. type of deal like if you want to have a beard cool i don't really prefer uh-huh. like a big ass beard i i like a nice full beard and definitely 100 sure, sure, sure. must have mustache must okay. have mustache don't give me no beard around and then like the the little up here or like the little uh-huh, uh-huh. goatee or whatever and you don't have hair i can't do it no huh i, I don't do know that i've ever seen a a beard without a mustache have I? Well, some people have like, like the goatee right here, but no. Oh beard. yeah, yeah, yeah. You but no, be- I see what you're saying. Like huh. remember it, at our old work, forty six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, had a beard, but no, uh, no up here. He just had. Oh, this that's down right. Here. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. I can't do that huh. shit. Don't don't come with me. Don't. You better do that. come with me, correct? Okay. Correct. And I don't give a fuck if you have like patches in your beard and all that shit. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I will lick those patches on your fucking face. Just have something that just work with what you have. And that's fine with me. Interesting. Anthony is like, Anthony's like the first man that like has had like the whole time that I'm with him of a voluntary uh, facial hair situation. And there's been times where he's shaved it off, but then he looks like he's 12. But I um, just, yeah, I don't know what it is, man. I just feel like in my mind that like, as soon as that, like, um, what's his face? Uh, Thor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of the Chris. Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Yes. In Thor, fine. Uh-huh, uh-huh. In Men in Black, would he shaved? No. No, thank you. I'll pass on that. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, kind Interesting. sir. Interesting. Continue your journey in life. Yeah. I can't do it. Thank you, kind sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really makes or breaks it got, for he's me. It really makes or breaks hair. it for me. Interesting. Yeah. I just I just want to throw that out there for whatever just reason. Just throw that out there for info. Huh. For info not that it fucking yeah. matters because you know right. i'm in a committed relationship with a man that i love very much <laughs> <laughs> he don't listen to this it don't fucking matter but no. but speaking of saying. of committed relationship and last uh last episode i went to the dermatologist they're gonna put okay. me on the good drugs 
Okay, yeah. And it was actually really funny because, like, I go to the dermatologist and he's like, so show me your worst spot. And I just go to show him and he's like, okay. He's like, what drugs do you want? Like, he was wow. instantly like, oh, okay, I see that how that's a problem. Let's so, get that fixed for so you. So sexy time for you is deterred because of your skin? My skin and my mental state. But um, I'm also made an appointment with a psychiatrist. So, but the, the skin Good. situation will be cleared up. Hopefully. That's fantastic. And then and then we'll see what happens with the therapist. So that's an update on my future sex life, guys. We'll Good see. for you. We'll see. I, I would like we'll to hear uh, the progress in that, in oh that my situation. God. I, will, I will keep you posted. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Um, what was I going to ask you? Um, da -da 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 -da, facial hair. You know that um, actually my hmm. very first boyfriend that I ever had Yes. Um, was when I was in, I think I was a junior in high school. Uh-huh. And he didn't have that. Um, he had the rest of it, but he didn't have the mustache. Because he was like, what, 10? No, I guess. No, we were like 16. 16. I don't yeah. know. Do they, do, I went he, to Beverly Hills you, High School. Everybody shaved beard. their face. No. He okay, had okay, beard, okay. He shaved his mustache, which I did not like. And then you uh -huh. know what? He ended up being a psycho. So maybe that's what turned me on to people who have no fucking mustache. Because let me tell you, this <laughs> motherfucker, I was with him for like six months or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I was like, I'm not feeling this. I don't want to be with you. And then he's like, I'll kill right. myself. And then I said, oh, fuck that no, shit. don't kill yourself. <laughs> right. Uh, I'll be with you and I'll stay with you. I don't know. Did oh, I God, talk Lord. about this in my no. prior? I don't oh, think well, so. Anyways. So he said that he was going to kill himself. So I was like, no, don't kill yourself. I'll Ugh. stay with you. And then that didn't last very long. Sure. But he was like at the end of it. He, I was like, I can't be with you. Like, do whatever you're going to do. It's not on me. If right. Jesus is going to take you, then that's right. I can't I can't stop him. Um, but he was crazy. Like he right, right, started right. to stalk me. Oh, God. Yeah. Did I talk about this? I thought I did. I think you did. You did talk about the stalking. I didn't realize that this was the same guy. Yeah. Or was it the episode yeah. that we that we talked about it, but then it got deleted? <laughs> oh, God, I can't remember. Anyways, long story short, this was stalked me. Um, I used to run at a track and he started going there and literally running after me because we were just running a motherfucking circle circle track, <laughs> but he would just he just started to show up there and like run after me oh my god or like my brother would be like oh did you invite so-and-so over because i saw him walking around our house like our, our outside of our house and shit but like no no anyways this mm. will also on the last day so i broke up with him and then he went crazy a little bit and then at it was like second to the last day of school somebody okay. broke my mom's window to her van with like a brick oh. right oh no and then one of the homies had told me hey your ex was talking about doing some shit like that because you know he was mad that you broke up with him right, 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 so, right. of course that day when i went to school of course, he called in sick. He wasn't there. Highly suspicious. Hi. Right, right, right. So then um, the next day he shows up, which is the last day of school. Yeah. Right. And he sees me going towards him, you know, mm -hmm. from a distance from like, right. I don't know, like whatever, five, 
400 feet. Is that okay. far? I don't fucking know. Anyways, I don't you know. can see me coming for him in the distance. Sure. sure. And then he like cuts out and leaves school, right? What a fucking pussy. I know. Because I was about to beat his ass. Sure. And everybody knew it and everybody yeah. was waiting for it. But he was a punk bitch, so he left. And then <laughs> we had the same summer school. Like two, three weeks later, in the same fucking. Oh, summer. that's right. That's right. Yeah, and then so when we left class, um, uh, he would just sc- go out of class really quick, and then I was walking, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then he, and then at some point he said he called me a bitch or something, something, something bitch, and I like turned around uh-huh. and I was like, what the fuck did you call me? And then my cousin was with me, and he's he's a big guy, and he's like, what the fuck did you call her? Yeah. And then he was like, oh, I don't, I don't have a problem with you, fool. It's not with you. This is between me and her, blah, 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 as he, like, was stepping back, like, you know, trying to get away from us. Right, so right, right. Don't be a bitch. If you're going to do yeah, some shit. Yeah, enough of that. Yeah, like, don't mess with my mama's shit, number one. First of and all. And number two, if you do, man the fuck up, own up to what the fuck you did, and let me kick your ass. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. What the fuck? Um, what but anyways, a that was my maybe that's why I don't I need to have the mustache. I think that non mustache, I think he ruined it, you know? <laughs> could be. That absolutely could be. Psycho. That absolutely could be. That was my um, very first and like I have legitly had maybe like four boyfriends. Uh huh. Yeah. So it was this guy, and then, of course, came the ex right after The him. ex, and then Vegas. No, no, no. I then, was never with oh. him. Well, oh, then, oh, so he doesn't count. Okay. Yeah, no, he doesn't count. I, w- I was okay. never official with him. Okay, And then uh-huh. there was another boy uh-huh. who was my little punker. He uh-huh. was in, like, a thrash band. Uh-huh. And he wore, like, skinny jeans, like, skinnier jeans than me. And me, uh-huh, like, uh-huh. You know, I like that shit. Of course. Whatever. I don't care. Do you. And um, he was a very nice gentleman. And I was with him for uh-huh. like a month and then I couldn't be with him anymore because I didn't feel it and I was still not over my ex. Uh-huh. And it right. was the whole thing. And this is the one where I think I talked about it where we were eating Jack in the Box in his car and my ex came. Did I talk about this? No. Hmm. No. So, I might be your abuela right now, but no. Well, if this is a, a story again that I have told listeners, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I was sitting in the car uh-huh. with my boyfriend at the time, who was my right. little punker. Uh-huh. And we were across the street from my house. No big deal. It was uh-huh. like one in the morning or something. I wasn't talking to my ex anymore. I hadn't talked to him in like, I don't know, two weeks or something. Okay. And then my house is almost at the corner. So uh-huh. when you make a turn to get into my block, um, we were across the street, so you can the the light shined in this car and you can see us, right? And right, right, I right. saw that it was a white Camaro, and so that was my ex. Uh huh, uh huh. And I was like, "Fuck!" And uh, then my little punker was like, yeah, "What's yeah, yeah. up?" And I was like, "That was my ex." And he's like, "What is he doing here?" And I was like, "I don't ex. fucking know." So my ex kind of like stops right. a little bit and then peels the fuck out down the block, busts a bitch, right. comes back to where we are, um. He gets out. He leaves the car in the middle of the street. He gets out Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. the windows are down because it's like a summer day. And he goes to the side to the driver's side, which is my boyfriend, because it was his car. Yeah. And he starts punching in the face. (gasps) Yeah. 
And my, oh my uh, he just starts punching him. He's like, what the fuck are you doing with my lady? <laughs> right? And he's like, it's not your lady. Yeah, exactly. And then, um, so he's kind of like defenseless almost because he's sitting in a car in a driver's seat. So right. He can't really like, you know, he's just trying to like kind of block himself because exactly. he needs to like open the door and like get out to do something. You can't right, just right, like, right. I mean, you can, but it's hard. You know? it's, it's difficult. So, so I get out of the car and I... <laughs> I run around and like I try to grab him and be like, "Stop! What the fuck are you doing?" And like, uh -huh. I try to, and he just kind of like shoves me off, you know. Uh huh. And I'm like, oh, you know, like a damsel in distress. Right, 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 right. I fall back, and then I'm like, "Nah, fuck this!" And then I so I go and I grab his shirt and I kind of swing him, right? So mm -hmm. he kind of like falls back a little bit, and then um, I was like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" And then he's like, "What do you mean? What the fuck am I doing? Who the fuck is that?" I was like, "That's my boyfriend." Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Was like, oh, I was like, you need to get the fuck out of here, blah, blah, blah. And he got in his car and he left. But not before. So apparently what he had come to my house for was I was in ceramics class. Uh-huh. Um, and I had spent like a month trying to perfect this little heart-shaped um, box, if you will. Okay. That, that was a, made of ceramics. So we had to heat it and then it had to come out and you designed it and blah, blah, blah. And every time. Yeah. <laughs> and this is where we play Nir Nirvana. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was in my ceramics class, and I fucked it up like three or four times, right? And mm -hmm. it was like the last, the ending of the days of school, mm -hmm. and I finally got it right. And I had put like little Hershey's kisses in it, so then I gave mm -hmm. it to him, and I was like, "Here's my heart full of kisses for you," you know, just so right, right, right. Because I don't know if you know this, but I'm a romantic. Sure. <laughs> and so. What he had thrown out of his car uh -huh. uh, before he had peeled out and then come back to beat up my boyfriend right. was that box. So he had shattered uh, it. So okay. as he left, I went to go see what he had thrown. And it was literally my heart uh -huh. shattered. Heart. Right. Sh right. And then which I later took on and I glued together and then later uh -huh. on gave it to him again. Because, you know, I'm that damn dumb bitch. I was uh, not, like right. he was. I love that man with. The fire of a thousand suns. It doesn't make any sense to me, but you're young. It does make no motherfucking okay. sense. Oh my god, I, uh, bitch! I was not that young. I was like the last year of my twenties when it was like for real done from sixteen. Well, I know, but okay. There was a baby. There was like not mine. Let's right, remind right. the viewers, right, right, not right. my baby. Right. Yeah, it was like a whole thing. <sighs> well, you know, you you learn, and now and now look at you. So it's all good. Now, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, life, yeah. life said to me, Jacqueline, 13 and a half years of suffering. Ah, okay, yeah. we'll throw you a bone. We'll throw you a exactly. bone. Why not? We'll throw you this guy who, you know, I wholeheartedly approve of. So, And really, most people do. Everybody right? really likes this guy. Who doesn't? So. Is there anybody who doesn't? Uh, that not that I know right of. Now? Okay, no. Okay, good. And if you um, do, you're wrong, okay? You're He's absolutely nice wrong. He's you would the greatest. You would probably... The better question is to ask him, like, who doesn't like your lady? Cause exactly. Well, I that's true have too. Some haters, but well, I'm I mean, awesome. I I know too, so <laughs> or I know top, of two. I got... <laughs> um. Oh my God! What else was I going to? Yeah, seriously, fuck you.
Nine Inch Nails. Okay, going back to Vegas, going back to your experience with yes. the Nine Inch Nails thing. So, do you watch Black Mirror? Yeah, I watch Black Mirror. Okay, so oh can we talk about... Oh, my God! Yeah. <sighs> okay, what do, what do you have to say about it? Uh, clearly, we're talking about Miley Cyrus covered yes. head like a hole. Mm-hmm. Um Okay, go ahead. You can you can with talk on that. the full endorsement of Nine Inch Nails, may I say? So, I think it's great. I love it. I'm like, yes, it's very meta. I happen to think, okay, that Miley Cyrus, when she was an actress and she was on Hannah, Mont- Hannah Montana, that she was a comedic genius. Honestly, I think she's a great actress. <laughs> so, I loved it. I can't really say a whole lot about like her music in general because it's mm-hmm. kind of all bullshit, right? And okay, okay. um and you know, I mean like the whole like you know the way that she presents herself is like whatever, but I felt like this nine inch nail situation was fucking perfect and it was and it was great and I loved it. Okay, uh, I'm not going to agree with you on that. I okay, did not fine. like the cover because, okay. I don't know, I think if you're going to do something that Trent Reznor has done, yeah. like, listen, I used to be a Miley Cyrus hater only because okay. I think that her hubby is too damn fine for her and like sure, a well sure, put sure. together man and this bitch just wilding the fuck out which you know what okay. bitch you want to wild the fuck out go ahead do your thing I can appreciate okay. that she does her and that she's you know all for like you know supporting the gays and just be who yep. you want to be and do all that right. that's beautiful right okay I'm not okay. gonna hate on her for that sure. um her music I'm not a really big fan of like it's the party in the USA yeah bitch no it ain't no it ain't but um, although well, she didn't I will even give write her, that song, uh, so fuck that. I I know, but like I oh. like the Wrecking Ball song because okay. it's relatable to my life. You know, okay, anything okay. that's yeah, yeah, crybaby yeah. that is gonna hit me in the feels, I'm not gonna deny. Sure. And Miley Cyrus okay. did did it with that with the Wrecking Ball, right? Okay, okay. He he came in like a Wrecking Ball. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I absolutely but, do. I can't I can't fight her on that. Okay. But I think um, the episode. Uh-huh. had her singing um head like a hole like yes. the beat to it but the words were different in the beginning exactly right and that whole thing just threw me the fuck off like okay. since then and then when she became like herself and whatever right. at the end of the episode she actually did the the actual um the cover song. of head like yeah. a hole and I don't know. I just at, at that point because it had already been covered with different words I, I was just right. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. See, I, think I, for her, I just yeah I don't know as an actress I, just, I think she's not mm-hmm. bad I don't think she's okay. bad you know okay. there's definitely worse well, I don't yeah. think that she's the best but I'm not gonna hate on her for her acting skills okay. she's all right. all right yeah no see I think that it served a purpose because it was great at the end and so for it to be the same song that you know it I I just I I like it and I like that Trent Reznor is like yeah let's do it and you can buy like a fucking t-shirt on the Nine Inch Nails website that has like the cute lyrics and it's all unicorn purple but yet it's Nine Inch Nails so I think that's great I really I I think that 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 a lot yeah I think that aspect of it is really cool I do appreciate Uh that but Trent Reznor is one of my most favorite front men of all fucking time yeah of all fucking time I get it I feel that I don't know that Miley Cyrus was the correct person to like 
to the do bar that. is set fucking high when it comes right. to, right, right, to right, Nine Inch right. Nails if you're going to cover right. it. Like right. AFI, I fucking love AFI. Mm-hmm. And they covered, I think it was had like a hole. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And um, I, I don't really fucking like it that much. Understood. The only Understood. person that I feel does really good fucking covers is mm-hmm. what I'm wearing. Oh, hello. Yes, I see Marilyn Manson. Yes. I'm wearing a Marilyn Manson shirt. Um, I think Marilyn Manson does fantastic covers of songs. But um, I, that is true. That is true. He did. Depression I mean, I'm not like a. Was awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he did. Um, what are they called? The fucking the one with the long name. Sweet dreams are made of these. The Eurythmics. That's the one. I could never say yeah, their yeah. fucking names. Okay. Um, and then he did. Um, I put a spell on you. Uh, um, uh, 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 um, yeah, that guy. Yeah. God damn so, it. And I thought that they were all fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. Who was that? Is that John Lee Hooker? No. Something like that. Oh, God. I just failed. I failed at life. Oh, well. It's okay. So did I. Okay. I can't think of it at the moment. But anyways. Um. So, okay. So Black Mirror... So have you seen my new favorite Netflix show? It's called The Casketeers. No. And it is a reality show, my friend, about a funeral home in New Zealand. Oh, my God. I saw the, um, the little trailer thing for that. Yes. I yes. saw it. I saw it's, it. And it looked it's, interesting. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen. I okay. love it. Okay. And... You've been to New Zealand and we haven't talked about this aspect of New Zealand, but I mean, I knew that like all different kinds of Pacific Islanders live in New Zealand, obviously, because it's a Pacific, you know, it's in that area, right? Polynesia, no, I whatever, went, right? So I knew that it was going to uh-huh. be New, New Zealand because they said the yeah. Maori. And I was right, like, right. I, went, I went to a traditional Maori um, thing, dinner yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. ah, that's going to take yes. place in New Zealand. Right, right, right. And so, like, having grown up in Hawaii a little bit, like, I'm familiar with all, like, the different Polynesian cultures. But what I didn't know is how much they, because, like, they've all converted to some sort of Christianity, right? And there's, like, a bunch, there's a huge Mormon influence in Polynesia, and then there's Catholics, Hmm. and then there's, like, other kinds of, of, like, so it's all very Jesus-y, but yet they retain, like, their cultural culture heritage Mm -hmm, do you know mm -hmm. what i mean so these funerals are like fucking blowing my mind because they're all like yay yay so you say crossing crucifix in the name of jesus christ but then they're all doing like the haka and the thing and all their words in maori and tongan and everything and i'm just like this is the greatest thing i've ever seen like i love it because there's like so much ceremony and you know I love that shit. So I have just been watching it going, oh, my God, I love all these people. Like, I want to have a Maori funeral, and I know that I can't because that's cultural appropriation, but I would be all <laughs> for it. Like, they, I mean, you know, because, like, we, I mean, you and I, in our line of work, we see death all the time, and there's, like, people that were always like, okay, they're fucking crazy because they want to come visit the body, and these people are, like, way extra because they want to go to the cremation, and then these people want to save a bone from the cremation so that they can do their... And, like, we all think that that's, like, you know, kind of too much. These people will do the most for you if that's what you want for your funeral. 
Like, oh my god, I really want to watch it. It looked interesting and super entertaining. The people looked like genuinely like nice. Like, oh my god, people. They're so great. Like the, the this one guy dies and I'm not going to do like a whole spoiler thing, but they do a bunch of stuff that we would be like, "Okay, that's extra." And then his best friend, the dead guy's best friend is like, "I want to drive him to the cemetery." So they let this man drive the hearse with his buddy in the back because they know that that is going to help him and and that the man would appreciate it and i'm just oh, like that's nice yes, this is this is the shit like i just love how the, it was it's amazing and it's great and you watch you... the first episode and you think that it's fake because it's so funny and then you realize oh my god it's not fake um do you know what you're gonna do with your body when you uh enter the um, afterlife so i have thought about it a lot actually um, because like part of me, the Jewish part of me is like, I want to be buried in a Jewish cemetery with all my little fellow Jews. And I want people to come and bring rocks and put them on there. And I want it to be very Jewish. But then I think, no, I don't want that because I'm going to be all by myself. And I think the most scientific and the most, the, the way that I could like give back to the earth and to the people is to go on a body farm. And let a them take farm? my body and donate it to fucking science, and they'll put it in in the in the, in a in a cordoned off area where they will recreate some sort of like forensic situation, and they will let my body decompose, and they'll study how it decomposes, and that will help solve murders. Okay, so you want to be sciencey about it? I want to be sciencey about it, but I okay. also but I but it's not like I want to them to harvest my organs necessarily or anything but i want them to to let me decompose and they can learn from my decomposition okay okay yeah um i don't want that okay what do you want i've thought about this uh-huh. and um i feel like i think i want to get cremated okay. but like can i can is there a thing where i could do like a half and half i'm sure what half I think do I want to do want like cremated? a half and half. I don't know. Maybe like down straight the middle. Okay. I think that just like cremating my legs and like having my upper body is kind of weird. Okay. Maybe so you just, just want like half and half. You want a James Bond laser cut it. Yeah. Okay. I want to do that maybe because I, I feel like people would like to come and visit me and like uh-huh. leave shit for me somewhere. Uh-huh. Right, right, right. Because I think that that's what I would like to do if I, if I you know, go have somebody yeah. who dies on me. I'd like to go and visit them, you know, whatever. Sure, sure, sure. But then Absolutely. also, I want to be cremated because I want to give my ashes to certain individuals and then I sure. want to send them on an adventure. And then I want to be okay. like, you person take uh-huh. my body to right. Costa Rica to right. this particular place because that's right. where I loved it and uh-huh. then I want you to spread me there and then okay. I want this particular person to go to like Australia and uh-huh. spread me over here and I want okay. this person to like go to wherever to oh okay. for, for sure for sure they're gonna have to go to France uh-huh. they're gonna have to sprinkle some of that shit with Jim Morrison yeah they're gonna have to yeah. jump that little fence for me i don't give a yep. fuck i did it set up right. some fucking people that can you know check the security guards like i did right, right. let's jump that little fence and spread my ashes on jim morrison's grave nice that's for sure i don't know who that is gonna have that task uh-huh because that's probably the biggest task because sure, i need sure, to sure. be at one with myself because i y'all don't know um i was jim morrison in my past life listeners uh, if yep. you didn't know that um 
I feel that truly and and uh, 100% in my soul. So fight me. I don't care. So, <laughs> <laughs> so really, listeners, think about like this opportunity that you have, this great gift that is bestowed upon you, that you get to listen to a podcast with Jim Morrison, basically. Because yeah. that's Jackie. And that like for him. somebody like me who like, I don't, I, you know, could give it, give, well, I mean, now I care more, but you know, in, before I knew Jackie, I didn't really give a shit about Jim Morrison. And now, you know, he's one of my closest friends. So, you I know, fucking, he is, I think my favorite front man, like of all time. And I didn't mm-hmm. get to experience him, but like when I saw the doors, right. For whatever it just live in, you mm-hmm. know, the television set. Right, right, right. I got was like I I didn't know what overcame me. I was like, oh my god, I was this man in my there past life. Are. Everything, everything that this man is exuding—the rawness, the realness, mm-hmm. the craziness—like mm-hmm. I I feel that. So right. I think he's he would probably be one of Your my favorite, favorite front men. Hmm. Probably one of my. I think I have. Dead would probably be him. Okay. I think alive is as we discussed, Mr. Trent. Sure. Um. Uh, there is this uh, gentleman by the name of Ross, and he is in a hardcore band by the name of Ceremony. Okay. And he is the fucking best. Okay. So he's in my top uh, front men of all time. Okay. Um, who else? What about front woman? Front woman. Hmm. I really enjoyed when I saw No Doubt. Gwen Stefani can put on a show. I was just going to say, yay. Um, I really fucking enjoy that bitch on stage. She's great. I she's ag- very like, I really like that she like appreciates her fans. Absolutely. So um, that always gets me. 2000% agree. Um, yay, Gwen. I've never seen her live, but I had a dream that I saw her live and she was great. So that's enough. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> right. Um, I fucking adore her like from day one to well, right now, I think that she could do better than that fucking Blake Shelton, but whatever. Um, so I think that one of my favorite front men, if I may jump on this bandwagon, is Tom York from Radiohead. Okay, and okay. On Have you seen him live? Note, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, good, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I met him even. He's very short. Um, but have you watched this short movie that is on Netflix? No. It's called anima or anima or i don't know not anima a-n-i-m-a and Mm -hmm. it is um a film that he did with himself um and a bunch of dancers and he is legit dancing in it like your boy tom loves to dance and interesting dancing and he's old he's my he's older than me he's a year older than me and he's looking he's looking our age and his eye, you know, as, as you know, is wonky. And he is dancing like nobody's watching. And it's amazing. It's choreographed. It's the, the film guy is Paul Thomas Anderson. So if you like his work, that's, that's a thing. But um, yeah, and so I, I watched this the other day and I was like, you know what? I love Tom. And Tom was a great Radiohead frontman because he just didn't give a shit. I, I really enjoyed Radiohead when I seen them. Yeah. Um, I also, uh, what was I gonna say? That um, that is uh, my favorite Tool album. What the what the, what yeah. is called the yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's my favorite Tool yeah. album. That's how you spell it. 
and I fucking love Tool. And uh-huh. um, I think Minard is a he's a good front man, but I don't like it in a sense because you know how I have to be up front and I have to exactly. be at one with with them. That's how I right. that's how I get off essentially. Right, um, right, right. He doesn't ever come to the front of the stage ever. He's on a little stage on the stage near the back, uh-huh. and that's where right. he fucking stays. That's still, so it's fun. a fantastic, it's it's incredible show, incredible yeah. show. When I seen um, Tool and a Perfect Circle, it's mm-hmm. yeah, but he's not. He doesn't have that that presence. Hey, speaking of the stage, did you? So you know, the Glastonbury Festival just happened in England, uh-huh. and the, the Killers were one of the headliners. And do you know who they brought on stage to play guitar with them? Who? Johnny Marr. They, they did, and so he he played. And what did they play? Mr. Brightside. Of course he did. And so okay. Johnny Marr was doing that, and it was great. And I was like, "That's lovely." Um, I felt like, you know, the Killers deserved to have Johnny Marr be with them, because obviously he was a huge influence. So I liked that idea. I thought that was good. Um. That's all I have to say about Glastonbury. Apparently, The Cure, like, fucking kicked ass. And there's some live I fucking love The Cure so much. I know much. you do. I know you do. Robert Smith is also fucking fantastic. And he does his little dancing on stage, too. Yes. And it's, uh, I, like, I think that I've only shed tears at a show a couple of times. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. One was during... Um, uh, Taking Back Sunday, which is a fucking emo band, which is relatable because mm-hmm. I'm a fucking, yeah. you know, emotional mess. Right. Uh, when they sang a, a specific song, I just tears. Uh, uh-huh. Another one was during the cure because, duh, it's the fucking cure. It's and the I fucking like, cure. I was like, I can't believe this is happening. This is the greatest <laughs> day of my life. And it was Aww. fantastic. He puts on such a good fucking show. And they play for like three fucking hours. They have oh, like no 17 encores. Shit. Absolutely they do. They so, leave and then they come back and, now, and, and then they leave and then they come back. And then back. they come back. Yeah. Like yeah, 20 yeah, yeah. times. So um, back in the day in the 80s, I went to see The Cure. And this is when, you know, I, I didn't drive a car because I was too young. So my parents would schlep a bunch of us to go see concerts or whatever. And so we saw The Cure and they did like 3,000 encores, right? And uh, then the next big show at that same place was Echo and the Bunnymen. Uh-huh. And um, they ended up doing like 9,000 encores too. And I remember my dad going, ah, your mother and I were getting very bored. But I <laughs> imagine you must have had a good time. The, the, they did so many fucking encores that the battery in my cars, in my dad's car, like ran out and he had to get it jumped because they ran out of battery. Because of That's course awesome. they had to listen to old timey radio or whatever while they were waiting for us. So. Um, I think Ian McCulloch from Echo and the Bunnymen was a great frontman for, for my time. He often drew comparisons to, to you, Jim Morrison, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How, how sexy time he is on stage. Okay, um, okay. But yeah, no, he is amazing. Um, but, I think uh, that, obviously, a uh, huge Deftones fan, and I think uh-huh. that Chino, Chino Moreno always puts on a fantastic show. He's always very energetic and... Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to just throw him in there because that's that's a definite that's but that should be a given I feel yeah okay he's fantastic 
He's um, always 100, 100, 100. 100. I mean, I would like to think that, you know, if I ever saw The Clash live, I would say that, you know, maybe Joe Strummer was a great front man, but I don't know. I, I, you know, just because he's my favorite, I would like to think that he would have fulfilled that role, but I will never know because, you know, he's dead and I never saw yeah. him. Um, I have yeah. seen AFI live a mm-hmm. lot of times, and mm-hmm. I think... I wouldn't say that he's one of my favorite Davey Havoc Mm -hmm. only because I saw them like many, many moons ago. Like, I don't know, 15, 17 years ago or some shit like that. And back then he was fucking pissed, you know, Mm -hmm. he was pissed. And that's when he was like a front man because he was just fucking raging. His rage, he could not let go. Okay, JSR. And now he's like, right, right, right. doesn't, you know, he's like a settled human being now. And like, he still performs right, right, right. fantastically, but it's not, he's not pissed anymore. You know what I'm saying? You don't, right. And you want him to be that, angry. Like, yeah. Cause I'm still angry. Yeah. Don't get over it ever. Right. Have it. Just be angry. Exactly. Like me forever. But be angry you know, with me. Yeah. He's evolved. You know, he's a changing human. We're all changing humans. Sure. 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 And in that aspect, you know, he's. He's on a different level. It's different music now. I don't like the music now. Mm-hmm. I need old school mm-hmm. AFI, one hundred percent. But I do, I do love Davy Havoc. Yeah. You know who else is a great frontman? Is um, is uh, Jarvis Cocker from Pulp? And I don't know if you're familiar with Pulp at all, but they were like one of the Britpop bands in the time of like Oasis and Blur and all that. But if uh-huh. you have seen Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, which I'm assuming nope. you have. What? I have not. You've not seen Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire? I've oh, only Jesus seen Christ. three of the movies because I've okay. only read three of the books. And I told oh, myself that I okay. have to read oh, the books before I see the movies. So I'm never going to do that now. So I probably should just watch all the movies because I have You them. probably should because if you watch Goblet of Fire, there is a band in, in, the, in the movie and uh, not only is, um, are there members of Radiohead in that band, but the lead singer is, is the singer from Pulp, and he's great as a member of the Weird Sisters, and he is a great frontman otherwise. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's what I think. So we have listeners, you said, from some places? Yes, 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 yes. Let me, let me tell you that, okay, so still our biggest uh, listenership is California. It's like pretty much 40% of our listeners come from there, which makes sense. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Hi. Thank you so much. Hold on. Hi. Oh, fuck my computer. Okay, hold on. Um, but we do have... 17% of our listeners are right here in Nebraska, which cool. is those really are your homies. Fucking, those are my new homies. Speaking of which, my friend Rebecca said that she and her husband were listening to, to um, our episode with Black Velvet. Yeah. And, you know, when you were talking about polo wearing cargo shorts having. 
Yes, yes. Right? And she looked at her husband. She just started laughing because we, you described him exactly. <laughs> so, um, so that was funny. So, Hi, Rebecca's okay. husband. <laughs> I'm sure um, you're fantastic. Just not in my eyes. <laughs> right. Well, he's great because he's married to her and, and, and she's amazing. So, so there you go. Okay. So 46% California, 8.76% Nebraska, and then 8.25% Texas. 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 So I don't know what that means. Um, New York, Missouri, Alabama, Illinois, Washington, Michigan, Nevada, Oregon, Hawaii, New Jersey, and then others of America. That's so crazy. Yeah, right? Thank you for listening, whoever Thank y'all you are. Thank you so much. And then in the world, we have, of course, that one time that somebody from Chile listened. So that still comes up in our statistics. Hold on. I need to um, reload this. But we have France. We have England. I believe we have a Canada. Um, France. Yeah. We just don't have any Australia, which, you know, I would like to say that, that you know, we should get some of that going. Well, yeah. I've already been there and I, I distributed the cards, but it was for the exactly. uh, for your it was for the, other well, the, and the, Right. And the other podcast had quite a listenership from Canada. So, I mean, from Australia. So, you know, we'll have a lot of Moroccan listeners by the end of the, the year. I'm going um, to Mexico next month. Oh, and then yes. I'm going to Iceland the month after that in September. And then I'm going so to amazing. Morocco and London in November. So give me the cards. I'll go distribute them. Yes, we'll make stickers too, um, and probably some badges because I like to make those. But um, yeah, so thank you, the world, because this is pretty fucking amazing. Like, I don't know where you came from, but I'm so glad you're here. Um, all right. Um, all right. Should we try and see if this works? Yeah, let's see if this works, because I would hate to talk more and then have to re-record it. But um, yeah, I think it's going to be good. So uh, thank you, listener. We will see you again when we next record. And uh, we'll put up some polls so you guys can have participation again, because that was great. Yeah, thank you, guys. Uh, and yeah, we'll get them to participate more, because I like to hear what they say. Absolutely. I thought that that was, that was wonderful. Or if you have any questions or whatever, let us know. What are the things? I don't know the things. You tell them the things. Listen, can... if there's something that you want to know that you think we know, you can ask us. If there's something you want to know that you think we don't know, we'll research it for you so you don't have to do it. Um, if you uh, want to rate, review, and subscribe, that would be great. Please do that on iTunes. You find us on Instagram and, uh, and Twitter at our Frank Podcast. You can email us at ourfrankpodcast at gmail.com. And um, yeah, I think that's everything. But yeah, please do ask us questions, like whatever you want to know. Yeah. And if you guys want Miss Black Velvet on the show, let us know. Yeah, because she can come. She wants to come back on anytime. Oh yeah. wait, I have one final thing to say. Okay. And you knew that I was going to say it. Um, Macy, you were oh. the greatest dog. I love you. I love your snoring. I love your kangaroo eating ridiculousness and i'm sorry that you are gone from us but i am glad that you did not have to experience any suffering rest in peace macy yeah and todd i hope you're okay yeah yeah 
we both uh, love you very much. And if you need anything, we are here. And I'm sure that Macy gets to eat whatever the fuck she wants. Not damn kangaroo. She can go <laughs> eat whatever the fuck her little heart desires. And I'm sure she is happy and uh, in your heart as she Absolutely. is in ours. Yes. All right, friends. We will see you later. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. Oh, honey. Not concerned who sees us ripping up the floor. Oh.